right, Saturday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Quick, 56 minutes of Fury Light Night tonight, but let's hop right to it. I just had to show you this. Hopefully I'll get to more vaccine stuff later, but we got to do some other stuff first. But I had to get to this one because I just found this very interesting. If you look at the day at the bottom, it's from 638 today. Older adults, this is from ABC News, that bastion of right-wing conspiracy theory. Older adults who received last year's COVID booster and a high-dose version of the flu vaccine in the same visit may have, may have, just just may have, just may, have a potential increase. And by the way, whenever it's a may, that means it's happening uh, on a pandemic level. May have a potential increase in risk of stroke. According to a new FDA-funded study, however, experts urge these results are just preliminary. (laughs) So here we go again with the strokes. And how many of you want to bet that has absolutely nothing to do with the flu vaccine? Not that I believe in the flu vaccine, never taken one in my life, nor will I ever. I'm just saying, it's a little weird to hear come the blood clots again. Over and over and over again, every, after every blue, after every COVID shot, and after every booster, here come the blood clots again. And, and the most victimized age demographic, which are senior citizens, which died at the most exponential rates of all other demographics post-vaccine, just so everybody knows. People that they killed off the most are the ones they killed off the most when they made their lab-borne uh, COVID-19 virus that, that killed off the elderly, primarily the elderly, with an average age of death in America of 79 years of age. That's the average age of death. That's why we locked down the entire country was for a 99.9% survival virus. That is an average age, uh, average age of death of, of the, someone dying of COVID of, as being 79 with the average age of death in America being 77. That's why we locked down the entire country was for that. And now, here we go again with the experts. They told everyone, you know, you got Travis Kelsey going telling you to go get the two for one. Get your flu vaccine, your COVID vaccine at the same time. Same time. I, wonder if, I wonder if Travis Kelsey actually knows this. That here come the blood clots once again, over and over and over again. Yet the simpletons continue to line up to take this stupid vaccination. Although, I will say the Pfizer and Moderna are basically the only reason why they're not going out of business is because they've, over the last 43 months and 15 days to flatten the curve, have piled up hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars for, for vaccine development that were then forced on the populations around the world, upwards of 5 billion people, maybe, maybe more, were, were vaccinated, many of whom were forced to take the vaccination. Like, like in Australia, we have a 96, 96% vaccination rate. So if, if they hadn't piled up all those billions over the last 43 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, which, by the way, in two days will be in four, month 44 of 15 days to flatten the curve. And I still see people driving around with masks uh, alone in cars to this day. But anyway, so I just wanted to put this out there. I'm going to get to more stuff on the vaccines later. But I just had to show you this ABC News. It's just weird that all of us can. Now, I believe that I would have been banned off of and I was banned off of all social media platforms i.e. because Rumble didn't exist at the time, for saying that vaccines cause blood clotting. Yep. Banned off of YouTube, banned off of Twitter, banned off of Facebook or shadow banned or whatever they want to call it, suppress you, whatever it is, for, you know, for, for speaking the truth, for telling you exactly what they're doing, exactly the repercussions of these vaccinations. All right, let me, go, let me switch subjects here. I just had to pull off my favorite. I don't know what you call these things. Here you call them graphics. What do you call these things off of Twitter where people just kind of put these montages together? But uh, I just pulled off my three favorites that I found today off of Twitter. Then I just had to show you. From jail sale to Congress, it was uh, pro-Hamas, Ilan Omar. And just so you know, if you ask Ilan Omar, if you ask Rashida Tlaib, Iona Presley, Jamar, Jamar Bowman, who did I leave out? Uh, Rashida Tlaib, yeah. ask them point blank, 
Should Israel exist? Ask them. Should Hamas exist? And they'll tell you absolutely Hamas exists. They won't answer the question about Israel. Are you okay with Hamas slaughtering Israelis? They never answer the question. Shouldn't that just be an absolute, because you can turn around in, in absolute condescension and say, well, of course I don't believe in Hamas slaughtering and raping Israelis. But they don't. They refuse. We have videos. Yeah. Rashida Tlaib, Ilan Omar, AOC. I believe I've got one of Jamal Bowman also. Yeah. Where he's point. Yeah, Aaron remembered. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, he's point blank asked. Are you, are you okay with Hamas slaughtering and raping Israeli citizens? And they refuse to answer the question. Even in your most condescending tone, you can say, well, of course not, you dumb idiot. You could you could you could just answer the question. But they refuse to. Why? Because they are pro-Hamas and pro the slaughter of Israeli citizens. They are. To this one is arrested 23 times, daughter of a Somali terrorist. <laughs> Daughter, the person who runs the World Health Organization right now, Tetros Ghebreyesus, is an Ethiopian Islamic terrorist, just so everybody knows. They're all in this together. You know, all everybody's Islamic. No, no, they're not Islamic. Everybody's, everybody is everybody's useful idiot until they're no longer useful anymore. And basically, Islam is used as a puppet for the globalists whenever possible. And sometimes the globalists are used as a puppet for Islam. It goes back and forth. Committed marriage and immigration fraud, uh, fraud because she lied to get into this country and because she was married to her brother. That's how that worked. ISIS and Al-Qaeda sympathizer, totally true, making a mockery of the U.S. government. So that's Elon Omar for you. Let's go to the next one. These are just my favorite little graphics that I pulled off the line today. This is all true, by the way. This is on page 67 and 68 of Ashley Biden's diary. Just an absolute fact. Remember you had the FBI going and raiding Project, Project Veritas and James O'Keefe for being in possession of a stolen diary. A stolen diary? How was it stolen exactly? Someone break into Ashley Biden's uh, office, Ashley Biden's home, and steal her diary? Absolutely not. She left it at a drug rehab center. So how is it stolen? And then James O'Keefe actually refused to report on it and said and, 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 and advised law enforcement that he had the diary in his possession and he was raided anyway by the FBI. You, you, I, I would think that the FBI had something better to do then hunt down Ashley Biden's diary, don't you? Considering that we have 107,000 Americans die per year of fentanyl overdoses, a wide open southern border with terrorists crossing every single day. More, 100, 169 terrorists have crossed in this fiscal year, 159, 159 terrorists have crossed this fiscal year under the Biden administration on the terrorist watch, watch, list, watch list. Last year was 68, year before it was 19, year before which is the last year of the Trump administration was three, year before that it was zero. That's how well the Biden, it's only gone up 150 times since Biden has taken office. But the FBI has to go and hunt down Ashley Biden's uh, stolen diary. It's not stolen. It's called found property, you dip squats. It's, fa- <laughs> it's found property. I was a law enforcement officer for 25 years. It's found property. It's not stolen. So Ashley Biden, though, on page 6768 of her diary, wrote the following. I'm so afraid of him, Joe Biden, coming in, coming in the shower with me that I've waited until late at night to take a shower. That's his daughter. Just so everybody knows who Joe Biden really is. That, that's who the man is. And that's the man who used to, used to, who, uh, used to skinny dip in front of female Secret Service agents who are forced to stay there and watch him Ugh. as the vice president go out and skinny dip, sk- swim naked as a married man in front of female Secret Service agents. That's who Joe Biden is. They're all a bunch of perverts, just so everybody knows. They're all a bunch of wackadoo perverts, all these Washington insiders. A lot of them are drug addicts, alcoholics, and perverts. Really, it's true. Uh, let's go to the next one. Uh, again, my favorite graphics that I pulled off of Twitter today. 
There are 459 potential crimes. This is just 459. Just 459 <laughs> potential crimes. Of course, the FBI's got to find Ashley Biden's, uh, Biden's diary, though. But there's 459 potential crimes documented in the Biden laptop. 140 business crimes, 191 sexual crimes, 128 narcotics crimes, yet the media has ignored it, and the FBI has done little more than conceal the evidence behind a veil of an active investigation, which is absolutely true. Hashtag two-tier justice system. And I don't have time to get into those tonight. I feel like I got them all rolling through my head about David Weiss and the, and the suppressed investigation, uh, letting all the his major tax crimes lapse under the statute of limitations, but I'm not going to get into it because I won't get into anything else if I start on that tonight. All right, Benny Johnson video. Let me launch into this. Jesse Waters reveals. This, I'm talking about Joe Biden now. Switching on to the Biden section of the show. Benny Johnson video. Jesse Waters. Water, I've never. This is brand new to me. Just saw this uh, yesterday. Jesse Waters reveals FBI's blackmail plot against Joe Biden. Hmm, that's interesting. I told you, it's an endless symbiote. It's it, it's an endless symbiote of basically using one another until they're no longer useful. But he reveals, Jesse Waters reveals, FBI's blackmail plot against Joe Biden, Biden involving 40 informants spying on Joe Biden. The FBI used Biden to get revenge on Trump. They see, again, use you until you're no longer useful. They use you as a useful idiot until you're no longer a useful idiot. You're just an idiot. They, get, they got a dirty politician elected so they could defeat a politician who caught them trying to frame him and fire their director. Play it for me, Will. Fox News alert. Everything primetime has been saying about the FBI and the Biden family has just been confirmed. For years, we've told you the FBI knew everything the Bidens were up to. The cash, the Chinese diamonds, American policy for sale. Not only was Biden blackmailing other countries and other countries blackmailing him, but the FBI was blackmailing Biden. Senator Chuck Grassley just announced that the Federal Bureau of Investigation has had 40 informants inside the Biden family for the last 15 years. What does that mean? It's exactly what you think. 40 FBI informants, going back to the time Joe Biden was vice president, have been providing criminal information to FBI field offices throughout the country. 40. FBI informants have been feeding the Bureau exactly what Joe Biden, James Biden, and Hunter Biden have been doing all over the world. Primetime isn't sure the FBI had this many informants working on the Trump campaign. So what does it mean that the FBI has had the Biden family wired? And what does it mean that the FBI hasn't done a thing? Well, it tells me that the FBI knows all of the president's dirty laundry and is blackmailing them because... Senator Grassley also revealed that multiple FBI field offices tried to run this criminal information back to headquarters and were blocked at every corner. This criminal activity was shut down during the Trump impeachment, shut down before the last election, and it's still being shut down today. Grassley says FBI headquarters deliberately smeared criminal information coming from FBI informants about the Biden family as foreign disinformation, when in fact, after an exhaustive examination, there's never been any information that any of this has been foreign. Even the FBI informant that said the Bidens shook down Ukraine for a $10 million bribe, that was vetted and found not to be foreign disinformation. But it gets worse. The FBI's attempt to follow up 
on the $10 million Ukrainian Biden bribe was shut down. The FBI informant who said there's 17 tapes of Biden talking about bribes, that too has been shut down, despite that there's no evidence that this is foreign disinformation. And while all of this is going on, the FBI has been actively planting information against Donald Trump, doctoring emails and disseminating fake dossiers. The FBI used Biden to get revenge on Trump. They got a dirty politician elected so they could defeat a politician who caught them trying to frame him and fire their director. And now we have a compromised president in the White House being protected by a rogue gang of sick agents. And the American people are the real victims of this stupid inside game. You're paying more for everything. The border's wide open and crime is sky high. And we have two proxy wars that Biden can't manage. All because the FBI believes it's more powerful than democracy. See, it's all about leverage. It's the same thing as, as Volodymyr Zelensky has over Joe Biden also. They manipulate each other. Because Volodymyr Zelensky says, you don't send me money, I'm going to release information on, on uh, Pravat Bank, where Hunter Biden was doing his banking. Where I'm going to release information on Metabiota, the bioweapons lab that Hunter Biden was a partial owner of that was financing the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Um, we're going to release the, the Burisma tapes. We're going to re release Burisma paperwork. So send us another $600 million today, Joe. So far, we're averaging $230 million per day. $223 million per day is what's going to Ukraine. Everybody forgets about it because what's going on with Israel right now. And again, I've got my whole expose on Ukraine. I'll get to it, but nobody's interested in it right now because everyone's concentrating on Israel, which is just fine. We'll go with the flow. But more on this. So basically what you have is you have the FBI that owns Joe Biden, which forces Joe Biden to support the FBI. The FBI is, is about self-perpetuation. It's about survival. It's about, you know, keeping itself alive. So they just manipulate. They don't, they don't ever want to go out. They don't ever want to be financed. They don't want to be defi defunded, I guess I was going to say definanced. They don't ever want to be defunded. So they all make sure that they own the presidency. They're they're, they're, uh, this, this federal law enforcement agency is basically spying on everybody. And it's totally political. I mean, they're not enforcing any laws. I mean, think about what they enforce. They're arresting pro-life people, pro-life advocates, trying to, I mean, we won the latest trial there, but they were trying to put him in jail, put the pro-life uh, protester in jail who got in like a shoving match with a guy who attacked his son, got in a shoving match with him. They tried to put the guy in prison for 10 years. They're, I mean, the 1-6, of course, the 1-6 protests and all those trials, which I don't have time to get into right now, also speak for themselves. Trying to put people in prison for 10... I mean, you have to... Just think about uh, Enrico Tario being in prison. For, he's going to be in prison for 22 years. He wasn't in, even, on, even in D.C. on 1-6. This is what... Because the FBI is now supporting the person that is supporting them. That's all this... Uh, the whole, this whole world, I've told you this. This whole world is about being as a giant symbiote. That's all that it is, mutual support. The, the Democratic Party sends billions of dollars to the border to pay NGOs to funnel illegal immigrants and sex traffic illegal immigrants and child labor traffic illegal, illegal immigrants across the border. And those NGOs do that. There's no, they've lost you know, 160, 170,000 kids into thin air. have no idea where they are. Doing a horrible job at it. But they receive billions to do it, and then out of those billions, they send millions back 
to the Democratic Party, to Democratic Party campaigns. It's a giant symbiote. It's how Nancy Pelosi is worth $300 million, and she's never made over a quarter million dollars a year in her life. But she's worth $300 million. Because they funnel all this money and with Nancy Pelosi, it's just about being on the right committees so that she can, she can hit the lottery with every stock trade she's ever done in her life. It's it perfect every single time. It's a giant symbiote. Well, the FBI is, is supporting, it's, it's basically people who are just, you know, mutually supporting one another. That's all that is. The FBI is supporting Biden and Biden's supporting the FBI. That's what it is because the, because the FBI is another form of Voldemar Zelensky. If you, don't, if you don't do what we want you to do, Joe, people might have thought it was the other way. No, it's, it, it's, it's the statists that stay in D.C. the whole time that don't have to be elected. They're running the show, and they're all leftists. They're all globalists. They're all owned by the CCP. They're all owned by Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. But the FBI is saying, Joe, you will do this. And while you're doing what we want you to do, don't worry. We're going to go arrest pro-lifers. We're going to make a terrorist uh, watch list that, that has the names of parents that are speaking at school board meetings. We'll, we'll do all those things. Everything will be right. We're going to arrest and prosecute a memer on Twitter, which they did. A guy who simply did, made a meme saying, text to vote for Hillary. <laughs> Nobody actually did it. Didn't cost Hillary one vote, but he lost in trial. They falsely prosecuted Steve Bannon, falsely are prosecuting Peter Navarro, falsely prosecuted um, uh, General Flynn, General Mike Flynn, falsely are currently prosecuting Donald Trump for doing absolutely nothing wrong. I mean, think about it. How is it that Donald Trump is being prosecuted for having classified documents under Jack Jack Smith's uh, persecution prosecution and Joe Biden's got nothing? It, It is completely and totally impossible for Joe Biden to be legally in possession of classified documents. Impossible. Now as president, but he's, none of these were when he was president. Impossible. And there's nothing happening with him. That's because the FBI owns Joe Biden. And they want him to stay in place, just like Voldemar Zelensky. You think Voldemar Zelensky wants uh, Donald Trump to be elected? No, the FBI, they are actually the power players because they they're not up for re-election. They never are. They need to be disbanded and defunded immediately. And those funds can go to other law enforcement agencies, mainly just state agencies. We don't need, we don't need a federal bureau of instigation. We really don't. But that's what, that, that's what it's all about. The FBI owns Joe Biden. They have him. Look, here's the thing. So you have 40 informants in 15 years inside 40 FBI informants spying on the Biden family in 15 years. 40 of them. 40 of them. And then every time, the, now these, these, probably these people who are these, actual, these informants inside of the Biden clan, the Biden crime family, you got Frank, James, Hunter, Joe, I can't remember his uh, sister's name, I never can for some reason, uh, Joe Biden's sister, they're all, they're all looting uh, foreign countries, you know, whether it's Frank or James, can't remember which, who's never built a house in his life, suddenly gets a multi-billion dollar contract to build houses in Iraq. Valerie. Valerie, thank yeah. you, Valerie's the sister. Yep. So you have these 40 FBI agents inside of the Biden family informants. And then when they would actually inform on the crimes, like the 17 tapes, there's 17 tapes, two with Joe on them, where you have the CEO of Burisma offering $10 million to Joe and Hunter. To Joe and Hunter. It's on tape. Nothing's being done. because And these informants 
Again, these were rank and file people, and I don't think there's any good people inside the FBI, just so you know. But just giving people the benefit of the die for just a moment. These 40 FBI informants probably thought, you know what? We're, we're creating a case. But every single bit of information they sent back to HQ was suppressed, was made to go away, was just eliminated from existence. So you have these 17 tapes, nothing happened. Then the follow-up to those tapes, and everything is labeled foreign disinformation. Think about this. Think about how corrupt the FBI is. They were labeling information coming from FBI agents as foreign disinformation. <laughs> That's a fact. It's an absolute fact coming from Chuck Grassley and Jesse Waters. You had, you had these FBI informants writing up 302s, writing, writing uh, police reports. I just call them police, whatever they call them, the FBI. Sending them in investigative, investigative supplements, sending them in to the FBI headquarters, and they were labeled by the FBI headquarters as foreign disinformation, and they were written by FBI agents. This is, a, this is how corrupt things are. This is how corrupt things are. In case there's any question of how bad, if you're wondering how is it that we have a two-tier justice system where nobody on the left is being, you got Jamal Baldwin who gets a misdemeanor plea bargain deal for obstruction of Congress, for pulling the fire alarm, and another felony charge he could have been charged with. And he gets, a, he gets a slap on the wrist. He gets nothing. He gets a misdemeanor plea bargain. And everybody else who did the exact same thing on 1-6 is spending a minimum of a year in prison. So you got the 100 gun crimes were reported by FBI agents and labeled as foreign disinformation. $10 million, remember the $10 million Chinese CF, CEFC deal? We have it on, we have Hunter Biden on, a, on the WhatsApp app saying, I'm sitting here with my daddy. Send me the other $10 million or I'm going to be mad and he's going to be mad. Am I summarizing? Yes. It's worse his way. All of that was coming into the FBI and they were completely ignoring it. And not only ignoring it, they were suppressing it. They were making it going, go away. They were blocking it from being investigated. And they were labeling their own FBI reports coming from FBI agents. FBI agents writing FBI reports were labeled as Russian disinformation. They blocked all these investigations while they simultaneously doctored an email. That's an absolute fact, by the way. What, what are you talking about, Tom? I'm talking about the attorney who was found guilty. Of now have, I can't remember his name now. I usually have it, but it's been a long time since I talked about it. But there's Livingston or something like that. I can't remember. But anyway, so you had the FBI office inside of Perkins Coie. Remember, everybody remember how the Collusion Oaks worked, right? You have the DNC who hired Mark Elias and Perkins Coie, who then hired Fusion GPS, who then hired Christopher Steele, who then hired Igor Danchenko. The only Russian disinformation that ever came out about Russian collusion was from Igor Danchenko, who was hired by Perkins Coie, Mark Elias, and Fusion GPS in the Hillary Clinton for President campaign. That's the, only, that's the only Russian collusion there ever was in 2016. Just so everybody knows. That's it. That's it. No, there was money that was sent. Yeah, it was about $250,000 that was sent in. Half went to saying bad things about Trump. Half went into saying bad things about Hillary Clinton. That's the only collusion, the only Russian, informa- uh, the only Russian interference in the, 20, in the 2016 election. So they had it. They was, they said, basically what happened was you had the FBI having an office inside of Perkins Coie. How do you have, an, have the FBI have an office 
inside of a partisan law firm. How, how is that? How is that even possible? Where one of the attorneys in there, for, for an attorney for the FBI working in that office, was asked point blank by the FBI, "It is, uh, uh, well, gosh, this guy isn't Carter." Carter Page. Carter Page. Carter Page. Yeah. Carter Page. Yeah, it hasn't been a while since I've talked about collusion. Is Carter Page a CIA asset? They sent it to the CIA. CIA. Is Carter Page a CIA asset? CIA sends back to the attorney. Yes, he is. The attorney changed it to, the FBI attorney changed it to, no, he isn't. <laughs> he was found guilty. He was actually prosecuted by his own FBI because, again, it's just like, Statistics that are put out by the CDC, where you say they have 33,000 vaccine deaths, COVID-19 vaccine deaths. That's the best number. That's as light as they can put it out. Because there's way more than that because there's actually 11 times that many or even more. But that's the best. That's the best propaganda they can put out. So the FBI, there's nothing they could do. They were going to have to prosecute this guy. Michael Sussman, Kevin Kleinsmith. That's it. Thank yeah, you. Yep. There's a couple of names popular. Kevin Kleinsmith. Thank you. I knew it had Smith in there. Originally. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Kleinsmith. That's what Kevin Kleinsmith did. He, he contacts the CIA. Is Carter Page a, one of your assets? Yes, he is. Kleinsmith changes it to no, he isn't. And by the way, he's back. He's a D.C. attorney. Attorney. He was, he, he was disbarred. Now he's, whatever you call it, rebarred. He's back, full-fledged attorney, working in D.C. as a leftist hero. Two-tier justice system. Now you wonder why. Now, because you have, you have the FBI. Again, it's extortion. It's Voldemar Zelensky is extorting Joe Biden. Xi Jinping is extorting. I mean, Xi Jinping, that's why you never see. Why, why is there never an investigation into the into COVID origins? Why is there no international lawsuit being filed at The Hague against the CCP and the PLA for unleashing the COVID-19 virus on the world. Why? Which they did at the World Military Games in December of, of, of 2019. That's what happened. After, of course, it was made in the Wuhan Institute of Virology by Anthony Fauci, Ralph Barrick, the, the Bat Lady, and the rest of them. You have to have, why? Why are they not sued? You could win trillions of dollars. Because if Joe Biden sues the PLA of the CCP and Xi Jinping, then they're going to have the Xi Jinping's going to go, you know what? We have some paperwork over here where Hunter Biden received $1.4 billion in 2014 when he flew over here on Air Force Two. And not only did I meet with Hunter, I met with Joe about Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings, which Joe Biden has said 17, 18 times on the record that he's never discussed his son's overseas business dealings. <laughs> when he flew over on Air Force Two to China, met with CCP and PLA controlled banks and received $1.4 billion to like Rosemont Seneca, his firms, for his consultancy fees. Hunter Biden, who's going to do consultancy on banking, just like he was going to do consultancy on fossil fuels and natural gas production for Burisma. That's how corrupt this all is. All right, where am I at? Joey Manrino? Where am I at, Will? Carlos Jimenez. Don't, not a big fan of Carlos Jimenez, but he put out a decent video here. Uh, it's on Fox. President, we're on Joe Biden still. We're switching to the border. Uh, President Biden's uh, reckless border policy. Here's the Chinese statistics at the border. I've been looking for these. Play for me, Will. Uh, the, the question is, how many, th this, these are the ones we caught. You know, we, uh, we know that we have over close to 2 million, if not over 2 million people that have crossed the border during the Biden administration. And we haven't fanced the idea who they are. 
Uh, we don't know who they are, uh, where they're going, why they're here, uh, and how they got here. Uh, and so, uh, you know, again, this is the, the Biden administration, the utter disaster that is the Biden administration. It seems like everything that runs counter to American interests, it really interests the Biden administration to do that. And so, yeah, I'm really concerned. Look, the, the Chinese uh, have established a footprint and a pretty big footprint in uh, Central and South America. They're establishing much greater ties with communist Cuba. Uh, they have, they're building infrastructure projects 50 miles from here in, uh, in the Bahamas. And so why were these, you know, Chinese nationals trying to get into the United States? Again, why? What, what are they doing here? What is their purpose? They're all, you know, military, military age uh, men, or most of them are. And so exactly what is it that they want to do? And I'm sure that, you know, maybe some of them are here for economic reasons, but uh, I'm sure some of them are here for more nefarious purposes. Jimenez was one of those clowns that voted against Jim Jordan and was basically lobbying against having a conservative, actually was possibly even making deals with Democratic Party to bring in Hakeem Jeffries. That's who Jimenez is. Now he's trying to restore his reputation now, repair his reputation. Good luck with that. But here's the, but he did do a good job on this. CBP encounters with Chinese citizens. I mean, look at, look at, look at the numbers here. 23, this is, now this is all Joe Biden. It's all fiscal years. All Joe Biden, 23,000 Chinese in citizens crossing illegally the southern, through the southern border. And basically 90, 99, 98, 90, whatever percent are military-aged men. Not old men, not boys, not girls, not women, all men 18 to 30. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, it's just odd. And we, we've documented on this podcast. You don't believe me. It's actually true. They found a Chinese police station in New York City. Yeah. And they found a Chinese police station in Canada. Pull it up. Google it right now. Take, take two seconds off the podcast. Do it right after the podcast. You pull it up. It's on mainstream news. It's not right-wing conspiracy theory. They have actually found China. You're like, how does that work, Tom? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's just like we've showed you video of a of a vaccine clinic in Manhattan that was all Chinese. Yeah. 100%. You walked in there, 100% of the people in there that were giving and taking vaccines were Chinese. Weird. And they were they did not want the cameras in there. They kicked them all out. But here's this. Why, who, why, who are all these people crossing our southern border? First of all, how did they get out of China? I'm sure we're receiving China's best. Just like we're receiving all the best from all of the prisons that they're clearing out in Venezuela and Costa Rica, Ecuador, Honduras, sending them all up through the southern border with these tats that are exclusively jailhouse tats. So look at the, look at, look at the increase, 23,000 in 2021, 27,000 in 2022. Now, don't worry, it's only doubled from 2022 to 2023. 52,000 military-age men. You're like, Tom, it can't be. All right, 700 of them were women. So we're back to seven. We're back to 52,000. <laughs> 52,000 mil. I've seen the videos, folks. It's all men. There are zero women. Zero. If you look at most of the border footage, depending on whether, where, where people are coming from, when they're coming through the Darien Gap, crossing into the Rio Grande Valley, and most of them are you know, from Central America, South America, or Mexico, there is about 20 to 30% women, maybe, yeah. maybe. And that's, and listen, that's a high number. With the Chinese videos, none. Somali videos, none. People coming from Africa and from Middle Eastern states, not one woman. All military-aged men. 
Just like what's happening in Italy right now. You can pull it up in Italy. I can't remember. I can't. No, I don't know how to pronounce that little island that's being invaded in Italy right now. But it's all military-aged men from Africa. All, there's not one woman. Not one. Some purpose. You, you wonder if the Bible is unfolding right before your very eyes? It is. It is. It doesn't mean that we've lost. It doesn't mean that, that we have to allow the Antichrist to rule and reign while we're here. We're supposed to be in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, restraining. Now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains, that's the church, only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. That's 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 8. Read it when you get home. I skipped the first two verses, but it's 3 through 8. So 52,000, yeah, there it is. The little island that's um, being invaded right now in Italy, and they're lighting the place on fire as Lampedusa. Lampedusa being invaded. It's all military-aged men. Again, I, I hate to be redundant. There's 555 people that are watching right now. I hate to be redundant for those that watch the podcast all the time, but this is all part of the one-world agenda to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point controlled by them. So you become slaves of the globalists. Slaves of the bourgeois leftist elitists, the Oprah Winfrey's of the world, the Leonardo DiCaprio's, the Biden's, the Bushes, the Obama's, the Xi Jinping's, the Christia Freeland's and the Trudeau's and the Newsom's. That's the point of all of it. And one of those tactics, many tactics, gun grabbing, pandemic, CBDC, social credit systems, lawlessness right here, and flooding flooding first world countries with third world immigrants, third world illegal immigrants who have no heritage connection to the founding documents of the first world country they're invading. So they are easily globally governed then. That is the point of it. Or you have China, which is doing a soft coup. I'm telling you right now, people are talking about nuclear war. Nobody's nuking anybody. China's not going to nuke the United States. They want to take over the United States. If they nuke it, all of our farmland's gone. All of our resources are gone. The oil's gone. Of course, we're all gone, but they don't care about that. They don't want that. They want to be able to just slowly take over the country. They're the number two largest private farmland owner in America, just behind their ally, Billy Gates. And Billy Gates and the and the and Xi Jinping and the, and the PLA and the CCP own the United Nations and own the World Health Organization. That's a fact. It's an absolute fact. So there you go. We just have to ask ourselves the question. I, I mean, I, I, w- I wish they had the stats for the last year of the Trump administration because I'll bet you it was zero. I'll bet you zero Chinese nationalists crossed the border, statistically speaking, in 2020. How much you want to bet? So we just have to ask ourselves the question. Why, why are I mean, 52,000 people in one year? So if you add all this up, it's roughly 100,000 people. And under the Biden, 100,000 military age, that's a pretty large army. Yeah. Military-aged Chinese men have crossed illegally through the southern border. Why is that? So that China can call upon them as needed? Over time, potentially so. So that they can be immersed and ingratiated into our society? Yes. That's what's going on. It's all to lessen the status of the United States. Joe Biden's goal, Kamala Harris's goal, the Democratic Party's goal, is to make us Spain. It's to make us Portugal. That's it. Just an inept, limp-wristed, powerless country. That's what they want. That's what they want. 
because Joe Biden and the Democratic Party, you look at, look at all the protesters on the streets, it's always anti-military power, anti-law enforcement, anti-capitalism. It's all about lessening, lessening the leverage of the United States, lessening the power and influence of the United States. That's the point of it all, because they don't think, the left does not think of us as a sovereign nation. They think of us as a global state, that we're just all part, kumbaya, of a global community. No, we're not. And it never works, nor will it ever. Let's go to the next one. Change the subjects. Joey Manorito tweet. This from the CVS on 8th Street in Washington, D.C. I got a pic to show you. Due to the out-of-control theft in Washington, D.C., under Muriel Bowser, who once again, in, in collusion with Nancy Pelosi, turned down 30,000 National Guard troops, which caused 1-6. And because it was caused on purpose, because it's a Fed surrection. Due to the out-of-control theft, they have now put away almost all their items and just have photographs of what is in stock. I didn't even know they were photographs. I thought they put one thing up. Will had to tell me before the show. I thought they put one item on the shelf. They didn't, they don't, there's no items on the shelves in the CVS. CVS in our nation's freaking capital. They, they can't put items on the shelf. Put the pick up, Will. Here it is. There it is. Oh, my word. That's, you have to press a button to get an item. I, I should have... I Brought in closer, I can actually see what those things are. So if you want any of those items on the shelf there, you have to push a button. That's the nation's capital right there. So if you want, hey, Karen, can you make, up, make out any of these things? A uh, Cottonelle, got that one to the left. Cottonelle, so if you, oh, and so, oh, under, oh, perfect. Toilet paper. Yeah. Oh, this is great. It's all toilet paper. If you want toilet paper in Washington, <laughs> D.C., the nation's capital. So I just wonder how anybody could ever vote Democrat because this city, think about it. If you're a Democrat and you're watching this right now, Maybe you're somebody who calls yourself a Christian Democrat, which is impossible because you're slaughtering the unborn by, by 40 million per year. So if you're a Democrat, how do you ever vote Democrat again when Washington, D.C. is the hub of all that is the Democratic Party? All that is the Democratic Party is Washington, D.C. Has always, has never been run by a Republican ever. I don't, there's never been a Republican mayor since I've been alive. It is. It voted ninety-eight percent Biden, and this is what you get. So how can you how can you be a Brian Krasenstein, an Ed Krasenstein, a Madi Hassan, CNN, MSNBC, Nicole Wallace, Jake Tapper? What's his name, Aaron Turk Yeager? Turk Uyghur. Turk Uyghur. Yeah. Uh, just a devout Democrat. You believe Democrats do things right? How can they do things right when this are these are your stores? CVS can't even, this is, I'm assuming this is all of D.C. CVS can't put anything on the shelves because Democratic policies have caused, caused such rampant crime. Tell me, tell me how it's not Democratic policies. How, how is it that Soros bought and paid for attorneys are not prosecuting any crime inside of D.C.? The murder rates through the roof. Since Biden has taken over, since the Biden regime has taken over, we have a 40% increase in felonious crime and a 25% increase in murder, 25% increase in murder inside of NYC under Eric Adams. How is it not the Democratic Party policies? Can't be a Republican. It's just like what they say at the, at the border all the time. The border's always been a problem. No, no, the border was not a problem in 2020. 8,000 people were illegally crossing per month in 2020. It's 10,000 per day now, 200 to 300,000 per month are crossing now. 8,000 to 250,000 per month. It's a Democratic Party problem. It's not a systemic problem. It's a Democratic Party problem. 
absolutely exemplified right here, embodied in this picture. This is the epitome of the Democratic Party right here. Right here. No Republican has ever been elected. Aaron just sent me this stat. Been elected mayor since District of Columbia. Home rule began in 1975. (laughs) Not one. So since 1975, all Democrat, and this is what you have. How can anybody have enough, have a, a lack so much self-respect, so much human dignity, so much respect for yourself that you could vote Democrat and go up to some sort of podium or some sort of media platform and claim that the Democratic Party is good for America? Absolute joke. All right, let's go on. So here's Anne, this Anne, Anne is right video. And I've been, I've got another expose on the mark of the beast, but I don't, I'm, this is a kind of a short, little short little expose off of that. And his right video, she titles it the World Enslavement Forum. Uh, Forum. This is about cashless Australia. Play it for me. As ATMs and bank branches close and Australians increasingly rely on digital payments, one economist predicts the country will be cashless in the next few years. But there are fears a world without banknotes will leave people unable to pay for essential goods and become easy targets for cyber criminals. No time for delay on the lunch rush. Tap away when you're ready. Tap away when you're ready. Tap away when you're ready. Cafe Pablo and Rusty's was one of the first businesses to axe cash. Now heavy hitters are on board, including KFC, Krispy Kreme and Nando's. Even Macquarie Bank is phasing out cash deposits and withdrawals. We're definitely going to become a cashless society. It's better. It's better for consumers and it's better for businesses. UNSW Professor of Economics Richard Holden says in five years we'll be functionally cashless unless the Reserve Bank acts even sooner. We could say year one we'll get rid of the $50 bill, year two we'll get rid of the 20 and the 10 and year three we'll kind of mop up the small change and that would give people time to adjust. For older Australians it's going to be more challenging. No, not cashless, definitely not. I don't even have a wallet anymore, just use the phones, great. We want to be able to do what we want with our money. Money, money, money. Sweden, the first nation to introduce banknotes back in the 1600s, was shaping up to be the first to get rid of them. The demand from merchants and consumers that, that really decided this, the speed of this process. But there was community backlash when people struggled to pay for essential goods, including the elderly and people living in areas with low internet. We didn't see the problems in time. Now trying to strike a balance. New laws have come into operation, uh, been forcing banks to have ATMs all over Sweden. Lobby group Cash Welcome says it should serve as a cautionary tale for Australia. Millions of Australians trust and rely on cash every day. And it comes without the data breaches, scams and tech failures of digital payments. Because it's not reliable. As soon as there's a flood, as soon as there's a fire, as soon as there's an internet outage, nobody can spend. Whether you use cash or not, there's no question it's getting harder to access. In the past financial year, 11% of the nation's ATMs closed. Despite this, Aussies still withdraw $8 billion in cash every single month. No doubt some will need convincing. I guess the tooth fairy is going to go digital. Annalise Bolt, Nine News. So there you go. And it, what it's about, again, the, only the Bible's right. Koran's wrong. Buddha's wrong. Everybody's wrong. You only have, you only have the Bible that talks about a cash society. That it causes all, where is it in the Koran? Anybody know? Uh, it's not in there. 
Where is it in anybody else's writing? Uh, it's not in there. Only the Bible is correct. That he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding know. Calculate the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Basically what it will be is a CBDC account number, a social credit score. And it'll eventually be on your right hand or on your forehead. Yes, it starts off on your phone, what I call a QR-coded mark of the beast. It'll start off that way. That's the purpose of vaccine passports. They open the door. It was never about saving your life, preventing you from getting a a virus. The virus was all about getting to the vaccine passport. Getting to the vaccine passport turns into the mark of the beast turns into a QR-coded mark of the beast that starts off on your devices. You heard the clown on the video. Oh, it's great. I just pay for everything on my phone. Well, what happens when they turn your accounts off, numbnuts? That's what they do in China. This is all that, by the way, China is basically all cashless. Everything is CBDC. Everything is social credit system. You cannot even qualify. If you don't have a high enough social credit score, you don't qualify to go into into the grocery store. That's what it was all about. Create a virus, create a pandemic so that everybody will think they need a vaccine. And a lot of people won't take the vaccine, but we can leverage them into taking the vaccine by extorting their jobs, by saying, you know what, you're not going to get, you won't, we won't, you won't be able to work. You won't be able to go to work. Won't be able to make money unless you get the vaccine. So we'll extort people into taking the vaccine. All of that was to get to, get to what is called in the Bible, the mark of the beast. Are we there yet? No. These are all precursors for the mark of the beast. The mask was a precursor for the mark of the beast. The vaccine passport is to get to the mark. It starts off with, okay, all you have to do is get this vaccine. Then you can buy, sell, trade, or travel. Then it'll be, you know what? We're going to encompass in your vaccine passport. And actually, we're now going to rename it a biometric card. We're going to rename it a green pass, a common pass, a global pass, where everything is now on there. Your medical records are now on it. Your credit cards are now on it. Your passport's now on it. Your social credit score is now on it. All your bank accounts are now on it. Everything is now on it. That, that was what this, the vaccine passport was all about. From day one, that's what, that's what COVID was all about from day one. It's the book of Revelation unfolding right before your very eyes. But you don't have to lose, you have to restrain. You cannot comply and restrain at the same time. If you attended a church that closed down, wore masks, pimped and horde vaccines, and, they, and they've never repented of it. I don't mean that they stopped doing it. I mean they repented of it. They said they were wrong. You're still going to the wrong church if you're still attending that church. Because they are complying with the Antichrist spirit, not restraining the Antichrist spirit. Because this is what all of this, all of this is about. It really is. It's the book of Revelation unfolding right before your very eyes. There is no other. I mean, look at look at Look how it's never wrong. It's never wrong. And all these people, what this is about is people being able to shut off your money. That's what, it, it, again, it's just like we, we, saw, we saw the rehearsal. You know what? You don't get this vaccine. We're going to shut off your money. That's what they did. No ability to get a job. No ability to enter a store. 60% of businesses that closed uh, under COVID mandates never have reopened, never will reopen. 
while all these giant conglomerates got bigger and bigger and bigger, the Walmarts of the world, the Home Depots of the world got bigger and bigger and bigger, while all the mom and pops that were forced to close are closed for forever because they can't withstand a month being closed, let alone 18 months being closed. This is all about them being able to control you, to leverage you into a one-world commerce system. They now have all of your money on your device. So, and I think it was Will that said this, if you can send things out, that means that things can be sent back in. If you can send out, then things can be sent back in. I can talk about something right now, and I can guarantee you it's going to turn up on Facebook. If, I'm gonna, if I start talking about, man, I'd like to own a Jaguar, I guarantee you Jaguar ads are going to go out because something can go out, something can go in. Yep. And the whole point of it is, is once you put all of your money into digital currency and it's cashless, somebody is at the spigot other than you. Somebody controls your finances other than you. That's the point of it all. That he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And there's already, there's, we already have, we have numerous videos of people getting digital, what do you call them, Aaron? Chip implants? Yeah, yeah. Implants yeah, under, in their, their... Un, under their, and by the way, it's always in their hand, probably always their right <laughs> hand. Yeah. And eventually it'll be a quantum dot tattoo, which Bill Gates is working with, working in uh, cooperation with Gavi MasterCard and developing. Why is it always Billy Gates? Why is it always Billy Gates? Why is Billy Gates the number one private farmland owner in America? Why does he control the train system? Why does he control the fertilizer input and output inside of the, in, inside the United States of America? Why? Because it's all coming down to try to control your life. You will vote the way we want you to vote. You're going to live a nice, short life of complete servitude to the globalist left. That's what they want. 57 times vaccine because they want the Earth's population to be about 500 million. Uh, we're 8 billion. Going to need to eliminate some people. Should have gotten to my vaccine stuff tonight, which I'm not, which is part of it too. Trying to think of where I want to go. I'll play this one for you. Just show you. I got to show you this. Wide awake media video speaking at the WF, former head of the International Monetary Fund's China division, Eswald Brassad. CBDCs will be programmable in a way that will enable governments to dictate how, when, and where you use them. Play it for me. If you think about the benefits of digital money, there are huge potential gains. It's not just about uh, digital forms of physical currency. You can have programmability. You know, um, units of central bank currency with expiry dates. You could have, as I argue in my book, a potentially better, and yeah, some people might see it, or a darker world where the government decides that units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things, but not other things that it deems less desirable. Fantastic. The government can decide whether you can uh, buy things or what they deem, you can't buy things that they deem to be less desirable. Remember, what was Justin Judo's quote, Aaron? Un. Oh, desirable uh, i can't remember his remember his remember his comment yeah. about I, I oh man i wish i could remember it when he talked about basically undesirable opinions but it was way worse than that undesirable behavior no it was no it wasn't that. it was something else uh, it, just it wasn't undesirable it. Yeah. it was something else yeah. it was it was way it, you can look it up aaron you'll find it on, on on in this next video look it up all right here's another one for you rise melbourne video so we have this going on so they're trying to get all of your money under a QR code that they can turn on, turn off anytime they want. Just that's why they want you to have an electric car. If you're electric car, you have no options but your outlet that they can turn on and turn off. You, that, you didn't vote right. You went and bought a firearm from Winchester. That's that you bought. They wouldn't know. How would they not know if you're buying it on your phone? Again, if it goes in, it goes out. 
You go and buy a Winchester firearm, suddenly your wall socket doesn't work anymore. You're the only one that can charge your car. Oh, you know what? And then you return your Winchester rifle and so, lo and behold, it turns back on. That's what they want. Manipulate your behavior. Unacceptable views. Yeah, yeah. That's Justin Trudeau. You have unacceptable views? Um, we're going to turn off your wall socket for your, for your EV. So you won't go to work until you decide to have acceptable views. You, Tom, it's, never, it's not going to go away. Go that way. It's already that way in the largest country on the planet with over 1.4 billion people in China. It's already 100% that way. And lo and behold, right in the midst of all of this, Canada has, is, is, is uh, launching their universal basic income. Play it for me. It is my privilege, honor, and responsibility to be the sponsor of Bill S-233, which we've just uh, commenced study of in the Senate Standing Committee on Finance. The, com the bill would introduce uh, a framework to develop a guaranteed livable basic income. Right now is the fact that we are struggling throughout this country with homelessness, food insecurity, poverty, health, mental health issues, and this is one way that we could start to look at these issues. It's not the only way, but it's certainly a... So you heard the litany of issues that she said that Canada is struggling with. Uh, they, no food security, uh, I don't, I don't remember the other crimes, whatever it was, whatever it was. I don't know. Poverty. Remember. What poverty, yeah. food, no food security. Uh, I can't remember the other ones. But anyway, so she names a litany of problems that have all been caused by her. <laughs> right. There was none of these problems were there prior to the Trudeau administration, where now they have hyperinflation inside of Canada, just like we have inside of the United States. Why is it they have hyperinflation inside of Canada? Because it's on purpose. Because if you're a multi, multi, multi millionaire, or even somebody who's just a regular millionaire, you can withstand 50, and right now I, I have video of it, you'll see it in the post game, of 50, a $15, whatever you call it, case of toilet paper. Yeah. A 15, what a package, a $15 package of toilet paper. For four rolls. Yeah, to four <laughs> rolls, right? Yeah. Like, four rolls of toilet paper, 15 bucks. That doesn't have any impact on a multi millionaire, but it does on somebody who's making $50,000 a year. There's no so they can they can make you then go you know we can't afford life so we're going to need the government that's the point and once you need the government then they put you on CBDC and social credit systems and then you will do what they say or they'll turn their government money off they'll turn their their universal basic income money off what's your summation Aaron, about the smoking weed thing uh, I don't I don't remember remember you just said it two seconds ago uh, get you on government income smoke weed oh, play video oh. game never mind too late <laughs> yeah, New sorry. York Post tweet here we go. It now costs, point, case in point, and now costs 52% more to buy a home than rent one. 52%. Never been a worse time. That's written in New York. That's on purpose. So now you can't afford to buy. You can't afford to rent. But there's government housing available to you. We'll get you on the CBDC. We'll get you on the social credit system. You will do everything we say, though, now that you're now a ward of the government. You will now do everything we say. Or we'll just shut it off. That's the point of everything you're seeing. That was the point of COVID-19. For all of you super, super soccer moms, Christian soccer moms staying at home, doing your part, the reason I stay home, put your mask on, quarantining your family, getting everybody vaccinated. I just love that we're doing Zoom services from our church. Understand that as a quote-unquote Christian, you are ushering in the mark of the beast via your cooperation and your capitulation. And now look at the suffering too, that you have, that you have uh, basically 
given to the world, that you've launched into the world via your cooperation because you're such a loving and kind person that you're going to lie and put a mask on. You're going to lie and quarantine yourself. You're going to lie and stand six feet apart. You're going to lie and lock down your churches, none of which works whatsoever. Put up the next one for me, Will. Real quick, here we go. Just had to show you this. $11 million, so plenty of millions of dollars to renovate Trudeau's cottage. Can't afford to buy a house. Can't afford to rent a house. But you ain't got $11 million to renovate Trudeau's um, uh, cottage. $2.3 million in security upgrades for his wall, for his guns that you're not allowed to have. Love you all. Back here Tuesday night, 830. Don't miss it. God bless you. If you really want happiness, you want peace, you want joy, if you want victory, you want a great marriage, whatever it is that you want, it's the power of the Holy Ghost. And that comes through salvation. That comes through receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you don't, everything else is a waste of time. Okay, well, we win the presidency. Okay, well, you'll be empty. You will be. It doesn't work. Nothing, nothing works but God. You can fight it all you want. You can waste your whole life. This isn't even the message yet. This is all for free. You can waste your whole life chasing something else. You can you're not designed for anything but, but to be the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. You'll waste your whole life looking for other things. Nothing works. No guy will work. No girl will work. No thing will work. No job will work. No vacation will work. No destination will work. Nothing. You're not designed for it. Again, it's like, it's like running a tractor in a Formula One race. It doesn't work. You can try it. You can be out on the track and participate, but it doesn't work. So I urge you, I urge you, dive into God.